and welcome to Keep Digging, a Survivor Comedy Rewatch podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Marlena. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how we should have introduced ourselves right there, but we're changing it up. It's fine. <laughs> uh, well, welcome. We are, um, we are watching Pearl Islands. Um, that's Survivor. Season 7, Episode 6. Today we're talking about Me and My Snake. Which is an interesting title because the snake was in like five minutes of the episode. I, know. <laughs> I was re- I was ready for more Balboa and I because I, I forgot <laughs> I thought he made it to the verge honestly. <laughs> um, oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, this episode aired October twenty third, two thousand and three. Um, okay. Yeah. Almost Halloween. Almost yeah. Almost Halloween. What's that? Well, it's seven movies. The thirtieth, I think, is the next episode. So missed mm. it by one even. Survivor Ryan Reynolds was going home. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was. <sighs> I did find it very fun, though, that um, I felt this was a very animal focused yeah. uh, episode. Oh my gosh, yeah, all of the animals. <laughs> yes, all so, oh, my favorite animal, and then a dead animal. Oh, and then I bring up a cryptid animal. A cryptid animal? <laughs> yeah. All right, I can't wait. <laughs> Um, ooh, uh, and just, like, I, I loved, no, 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 I didn't love, I just, I put LOL Johnny Fairplay going to Lou Morgan and doing so well with people skills, and then he just had to talk shit, like, <laughs> you, that was his intention. Uh, <clears throat> oh, he was I think so the really annoying. fucked up part was that he came in so nice. Yes, that was just, <laughs> that's what made it so annoying. He then he was like, hey, do you know what I mean? That was the plan. Oh. You're so rude. Yeah. Oh. And it took me a minute because I thought at first, I thought he like went and washed his hair and then came back and was like, oh yeah, no. Like, but no, they gave him the shampoo yeah. and then he told him. Because like the first time I watched it, it looked like he had come back from like he had clean oh. hair or something like that. But then I realized that he, he was like washing it before he got on the boat. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so awkward. Yeah, I know. He's like, ha ha. And then runs into the water, washes his hair or whatever. <laughs> like, and then Ooh. comes back and like. Talks with them again. Yeah, such a freaking troll. Oh my god. I definitely was like, it reminds me of Loki. And I was like, I get, I'm getting it now. These archetypes. Mischief. Yeah. Yeah. Mischief, mischief. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Even just like in the previously on Survivor, like, okay, so it like, it just, it brings back like, oh wow. Yeah, Trish has been saying a lot of shit about Rupert. What has that been about? Like, I, I just really, I didn't expect it to be Trish. Yeah. I don't know why she thought she had, like, the numbers and... Yeah, it was interesting. I 
uh, Sandra said in her confessional when she voted for Trish that she thought she had been a snake from day one. Yes! And I was like, I wish we could have seen more of that day one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) What about Trish made you think she was a snake? It was just last episode, right? And then this episode? Yeah, which means we missed some things, I feel like. Maybe maybe she was, like, buddying up with, like, Burton and, and, like, Sean more than we saw. I don't know, though. Maybe Uh, we, we just were being shown. I don't know. Well... It's hard to tell. I just don't know what her alliances look like because I know Johnny Johnny Fairplay had an alliance with Sean and then he had an alliance with <laughs> so like I just I couldn't keep up on all these alliances. Yeah, well it made it seem I feel like Johnny Fairplay made it seem like uh, it was like Rupert, Trish, Krista, and Sandra, mm-hmm. which is half the tribe. So that's a pretty yeah. significant yeah alliance. Sorry, um, Mackenzie called him Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> <laughs> it almost came out of my mouth, so that's why I did like a weird stutter thing. I just needed to tell you. And I needed to get that out. So yeah. don't say it again. Everyone at work knows your little secret now. Shut. No. <laughs> you told them. I, I didn't know. say anything. Because I, I thought it was really funny. I didn't think you get brought here today. You brought it up. You brought him up. <laughs> Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but that's all I really have before we get into okay. the episode. I don't have anything before we get into the episode, really. I'm just... Like hearing your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. The show is so fun. <laughs> it always surprises me. Yeah. I don't. I guess I'm a good audience. I like it. That means we're gonna have a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. But, All right. So we're ready to start the episode. Mm-hmm. We yeah. open with Drake. Yeah. Night fifteen. Fifteen. Rupert says that his first tribal sucked. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry, real quick. Before that, Trish thinks that Michelle left with a lot of class. I didn't pick that up until, like, the third watch through, and I just had to add that. That was, like, right at the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, I guess, it, well, she didn't hear what she said afterwards, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, Who yeah. is Trish? <laughs> Who is Trish? Uh, but, no, Rupert, he did not have fun at all. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's, like, two tribals in a row now that he's almost crying. Yeah, he was mad and tired and pissed off. Yeah. I thought it was really nice when he apologized if he offended anybody, because, mm-hmm. like, he's not, he's a nice man. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was like, we were brutally honest with him when he was talking about Jeff. <laughs> He was just, like, so straightforward. Yeah. And, oh, I love Sandra. The, the whole tribe was just talking about how, like, Jeff was really grilling them. And yeah. Sandra was like, he didn't want no sugar coating or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like, um, I, I like when Rupert's talking and he talks about how, like, the, the Drake tribe doesn't realize the momentum that they've given the Morgan mm-hmm. tribe. Like, I think that is a really interesting perspective because he was living with them when they had one. And so, like, I, I can understand what Trish is saying, but I'm not saying she's right. It's all... That I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also did help them win a challenge, too. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I like that Rupert was talking to Balboa. <laughs> it was a sweet um, little scene. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. Um, the that night bring- before. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I was going to say that, because that brings me to my my first slide. Um, oh, yeah. Of our slideshow that I made for this episode. Um, yeah, all I have left for that scene was that, like, Rupert was talking to Balboa about how he shouldn't have voted for Michelle. Oh, yeah! Um, and then in confessional, he says that up until now, or no, I think he even says this to Balboa, I think he says up until now, everyone knew a Drake would win, 
-hmm. but uh, maybe not anymore now that Morgan has all this momentum, as you were saying. Yeah. Um, and then Rupert tucks Bobo into his little pouch. Yeah, I know. And so, uh, yep, we have our little... <laughs> Rupert. Yeah, uh, that's an actual photo from this episode. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah, he he did he, cry a couple of times this episode. Oh, was really he was so sweet. So, like, so yeah, I just wanted to give Balboa his uh, <laughs> his, his little props. headstone yeah. forever in our hearts. The Drake tribe. Yeah, he he will be missed. I feel so <laughs> sad. Um, we have uh, our con man friend here. He shows up in a very oh, yeah. interesting outfit. Yep. <clears throat> it does it very much like Sasquatch. Like, walk. <laughs> and he just... Yeah, and he goes, how's Balboa? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I say he's in the most bizarre outfit I've ever seen him wear. <laughs> what are on his legs? Are they socks? I don't know. Are they another pair of pants? If, okay, so... Johnny Fairplay has something similar later on that I'm just questioning. <laughs> we will talk about it again. Like, what is going on? Okay, I'm just going to say that I think that the sewing machine is, like, the best prize ever to have ever. Like, that's so amazing. I agree. Like, I don't remember, like I said, I don't remember it ever coming up again in the show. And it just brings so many, like, fun <laughs> things to point out during this season. Know. But this um, is one of the few ones where they just, like, sh strand them straight. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, usually they have stuff that they've brought with them, especially in the earlier, ep like, the earlier seasons. Yeah. They've brought, like, outfits. And they've oh. all, they're all wearing, like, survival gear and uh, stuff like that. They're not, like, wearing just, like, normal beach wear, which is kind of what it evolves up into. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is but, unique, for sure. <laughs> yeah, this is maybe, like, when they start to, like, thin the line of what people start wearing on the show, but yeah. in the first few seasons, because even in the Amazon, which is the season before this, um, I pretty distinctly remember all of them wearing, like, survival gear, at least, like, semi, mm. like, most of them had, like, cargo shorts on, and, like, okay. you know, like, tank tops and, like... But, but, like, breathable clothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, comfortable, like, to live in the jungle in. <laughs> Not, you know, dress jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, a, a suit that you had yeah, to Yeah, an Armani suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, this is definitely bringing some interesting <laughs> <laughs> visuals. You see the Sasquatch. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love that. Uh, You're so creative. <laughs> You, if you ever see our Instagram posts, you'll know what ones are mine, because mine are just the blue ocean background, with just, like, the same font, oh. <laughs> and just, like, random pictures with the background deleted, <laughs> and Marlena's got, like, she spends actual time on hers, <laughs> they're, like, they look nice, and they have different backgrounds on each slide, and Ugh. different fonts. They're just silly. I'm just having fun. <laughs> I'm not creative. I'm just like, I want to get my idea out. <laughs> I think you are creative. But I understand, I'm not because I understand what you're talking about. I definitely get that too. Yeah, mine's just very uniform. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Great. It works for me. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, I did think, I thought it was very kind of uh, Sean to like, to go to Rupert and be like, how's it going? Um... But then he just kind of, yeah. like, negates it. And, and that's it. He's confessional where he just completely doesn't understand what empathy is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, he was, like, sweet and then douche and then... Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, are you a psychopath? You don't have empathy for animals? 
Like, and, that's really strange. And, like, like in the like, rain. He doesn't understand that, like, Rupert is sad about his snake friend. Like, yeah. he's like, he doesn't get that. That I don't get that. He doesn't get that. He doesn't <laughs> with me. I'm like, I'm sorry. Human beings have... Yeah. Pe- do you have pets? Like, I have rabbits. <laughs> I have cats. If I saw any kind of animal injured, I would want to try to save it. Yeah. I remember growing up, we used to stop in the middle of the road and, like, pull turtles out of the street and stuff Aww. like that. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Oh, I saw some squished turtles in my mm, parking. I like so my apartment complex last year. Oh, Tuesday. yeah. I mean, we used to have to, not have to kill them, but we would hit a lot of frogs because they would just be all over the road. It was, like, Gross. unavoidable and it was dark out and you couldn't see... It was just Frog City. So if you ever, like, walk down the road, there'd just be, like, dead dead frog legs all over the place. Ew. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh. I lived on a dirt road. (laughs) Yeah. I lived in the middle of nowhere. I lived in the woods, essentially. Like, seriously. I've shown McKenzie... Or, fuck Kenzie. Excuse me. I don't know if we can edit that part out. I've shown him where I live, because if you go on, like... You can't even look it up on Zillow. There's not even pictures. But if you go on Google Maps, it's just, like... A dot in a bunch, like in a field of green. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so silly where I lived. It was ridiculous. But yeah, mm-hmm. okay. That's all I have for that scene. Is just like Sean not understanding what empathy is. <laughs> yeah, and I just love like that he was in the rain when it was happening. Yeah, like it was just. It was so dramatic. I feel like this whole season is just it's like so dramatic. Sean especially. Sean, but also sometimes Rupert, too. Rupert's also really dramatic. In this episode, he's really dramatic, too. Yeah. And so, I just feel like this whole season just, like, sets Rupert up to be, like, the star. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like, yeah. every moment he can he can embellish Shine. on something, he can. Like, yeah. something sad happens, like, his, his snake dies, it's literally raining. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yes, we move over to Morgan. Oh shoot. Oh yes. Okay, I have a lot here because there's a funny one 15. And I also have some visuals for this too, but good. You just have Rhino visuals. Yeah. I have a lot of Austin. Oh yeah, no. This is primarily (laughs) it. Um I do have Austin as a fashion update, but Okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Pelican Pete, shall we? Yes. <laughs> I have um, a lot of Pelican Pete to talk about. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I love Pelican Pete. <laughs> All right. Um, so we open on Austin sharpening a tree branch with a machete, and there's a pelican flying onto their beach. <laughs> I just had to describe the scene that it opens yes. on to. It's very, like, paint a picture. This, yeah, this whole scene is very, like, orchestrated it almost it feels like it's a beautiful a beautifully edited sequence i must say <laughs> um so we see this pelican try to eat their flag and rhino comes over to distract him and starts playing with him and petting him <laughs> and he decides he's gonna name him pelican pete <laughs> um, angel so i kind of wanted to like read this funny 115 because it kind of describes the scene so i thought it would be like a good like way to describe like Describe the scene and <clears throat> read this Funny 115 article. Uh, Funny 115 by Mario Lanza. <laughs> I will put the link in the show notes. <clears throat> um, so this one is actually number seven on the Funny 115, which I'll get into at the wow. end. Uh, it, it, there's a whole, she actually goes into his reason why it's so high up on his list. <laughs> okay, so I need to zoom in a little bit because I'm blind. <laughs> okay, so... 
I'm gonna, I have some visuals interspersed with this that I've copied yeah. and, and pasted from this so you can see what Mario Lanza has also put in here, but mm -hmm. there's some spoilers, so I have to editorialize some of it, so I okay. couldn't, couldn't let you see all of it. Gotcha. Okay, so, you know, from the first time I saw this moment, it really didn't register with me as being that funny at all. This is Mario Lanza speaking. Um, in fact, I barely even remember it the first time I sat down to write about Pearl Islands. For whatever reason, Austin and the Pelican never really resonated with me the way it resonated with most people. And to this day, it's a mystery that I haven't fully been able to unravel. Why didn't Austin's mortal fear of a pelican make me laugh when it first happened? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'd just grown so accustomed to him being frightened of nature that I had grown numb to the comedic potential of it all. Or maybe I just felt sorry for the guy. After all, it's not every season when you have a 200-pound bodybuilder, bodybuilder come this close to dying in each of the first six episodes. <laughs> Because that, <laughs> that truly was what Austin Taylor's survivor legacy, when you get right down to it. He was the guy who was scared, scared to death of Mother Nature, and the guy who was completely unprepared to live, in, to live 39 days in the jungle. <laughs> <clears throat> um, to me, Austin Taylor has always been the guy who repeatedly cheated death in the first six episodes. And that's why he was an obvious choice for the Funny 115. See for yourself. Okay, so this is where we have some of his visuals here. Uh, no, found that one. Okay, so Austin, right, leaping into the air when a leaf touches his leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Austin telling us he panics if he feels the slightest movement against his body in the dark. <laughs> Austin falling out of a boat <laughs> and sinking it. Uh, Austin looking very wary of a squirrel. <laughs> some of Wait, these, I don't think some happen? of these are true because they get funnier, but. And please, listeners, go read this because it's really funny. Austin nearly drowning. Uh, gravity sucks Austin into a hole. <laughs> right before the wall, kind of crashing onto his head, which that actually kind of did happen. Some of the rocks fell, I remember that. The sticks snapped and impaled him just seconds later. <laughs> this is my favorite. Trapped in the bush, unable to escape. And it's just a picture of him at one of his confessionals. I know. I remember that because I questioned it. I was like, why are they in the foliage like that? Okay. So, um, let me keep going. Just want to make sure. Okay. Austin Taylor is probably the most ill-prepared player of uh, the game of Survivor has ever seen. He had no ability to coexist with nature. He had no idea how to handle nature. In fact, actually, he seemed to be terrified of nature. Austin was scared of crabs. He was scared of snakes. He couldn't <laughs> swim. Heck, I'm not even sure he was all that comfortable with rain. Why he even wanted to go on Survivor is beyond me. But luckily for us and the gods of comedy everywhere, he did. Austin ended up, ended up on Survivor. He gamely threw his temple to the forces of nature, and he very nearly died of gangrene <laughs> the very first day. <laughs> um, let's see. There's some parts in here that talk about a future episode. <laughs> I don't want to oh. spoil. Yeah, no spoilies. Um, okay, so there's just more about him almost dying a lot of times. God, uh, is oh. he the most almost dyingest person in Survivor history? <laughs> this one, uh. he's in the challenge. He's this little known fact. Austin actually did die on day three in Pearl Islands. Paramedics later revived him. <laughs> that can't be real. No, that's just oh. Ireland's okay. weird humor. Okay. He also says, by the way, uh, back when I used to write for a weekly comedy for Survivor Central, Central, 
I had a fun time keeping track of all the way Austin cheated death in every Pearl Islands episode. I kept a running tally every week, and I tried to be creative as creative as possible. <laughs> and a lot of readers told me this was the funniest thing I ever wrote. So anyway, here's an excerpt uh, from my Pearl Islands column back in 2002. Okay, that doesn't add up because this aired in 2003. <laughs> so maybe uh. a typo. Uh, these are all the ways that Austin Taylor escaped potential death in the first six episodes. I'll just kind of read some of them, but not all of them. Mm. See, Pelican could have eaten him. <laughs> Pelican could have charged him and given him a heart attack. Could have gotten a splinter from bamboo pole used to poke Pelican. Splinter could have become infected and caused heart stoppage. Pelican could have gored him after being poked by pole. Could have severely ar- severed. Uh, could have severed artery while sharpening machete. In fact, we can touch on any number of ways the machete could have been dropped or mishandled or otherwise become a lethal weapon. The cannon and the reward challenge could have blown up in his face or could have accidentally shot himself with the cannon, could have burned himself alive while lighting the cannon. While loading the cannon, he looked directly into the barrel of said cannon. Cannon, Needless to say, don't do that, Austin. Could have shattered wrist while knocking fist with Andrew. If Morgan had won reward, could have contracted E. coli from the stake. If Morgan had won the reward, the lobster spines were extra pointy, could have severed a jugular. Grill accidents galore would have been possible had Morgan run the reward. The lobster was packed with ice, which could have caused severe frostbite if mishandled. During the immunity challenge, his neck could have snapped like a twig from the wooden beam. And humiliation from being beaten by Krista would lead to shock and coma. Needless to say, Austin again put his health on the line for the purposes of entertaining us, and entertain as you did, Mr. Taylor. So, here's to hoping you will make it through the seventh episode in one piece. Cross his fingers and bite slips nervously. <laughs> um, alright. So, I'm gonna keep skipping down, because there is Pelican Pete. Oh, that was really funny. <laughs> okay, so it's, by the way, before we wrap this entry up, you might you might be asking, what was Austin's lowest moment during Curl Islands? Oh. Well, for the money, it has to be his battle with Pelican Pete in the sixth episode. And by battle, of course, I mean the time when the Pelican scared Austin and made him wet his pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way this wasn't Austin's lowest moment during Survivor Pearl Islands. I just don't see how a player can possibly get any lower than the day he loses a stare down to a harmless Pelican. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Do I'm skeptical. Do I smell a pelican coming up in the next paragraph? Austin versus the pelican. All right, Pelican Pete, who has just been responsible for approximately zero human deaths in the recorded course of time. The pelican lands near Austin. Well, Austin isn't cool with that. In fact, he's a little scared of pelicans, so he wanders off to get away from it, and he decides to go and uh, go sit in the shelter. The pelican wanders over to the uh, the pelican wanders over towards the shelter and rhino, an animal lover, starts petting it. Now the pelican starts to feel welcome. <laughs> that Austin looks concerned. Is that thing coming over here? I love this picture. <laughs> this is my favorite picture. Tawana is thrilled with their new pet. <laughs> while Austin appears to be, well, not so thrilled. I love the expression on his face. This is all still the funny one fifteen Mario Lanza, just so we're clear. <laughs> The pelican edges a little closer, and now Austin becomes <laughs> has uh, starts to become alarmed, so he grabs a stick to use as protection. Why would you want this thing in here? <clears throat> Austin is petrified by this point, and he starts making threats. I'm serious. I'll go get my machete <laughs> and chop this thing's head right the fuck 
fuck off. <laughs> I'm not playing around. Look at all the injured water. Just <laughs> They're laughing. laughing. They fucking love it. I think Pelican Pete is so cute. I know. <laughs> I, like, when Austin, not Austin, when Rhino picks him up and carries yeah. him and pets him at the end, it was He's so, so sweet. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, back to this article. The pelican isn't leaving, so Austin decides he's going to leave instead. Meanwhile, Andrew and Tuan are cracking up. Heading for the hills. Austin's <laughs> jumping out of the, the shelter here. Austin hides in the back of the shelter as far away from the pelican as you can possibly get. <laughs> the pelican won't leave, so Austin decides to take drastic measures instead. Now he starts sharpening his machete. Mm-hmm. Rhino isn't down with seeing a dead pelican, so he starts escorting the little guy away from camp before <laughs> Austin can snap its little head off. Almost there, he picks it up, he's so cute. (laughs) Sweet, look at his little beak and his feet. And the pelican and his boy. (laughs) Austin, of course, soon dies from a massive coronary. (laughs) And we have Dara. I think it's hilarious that Austin's scared of every little bug. (laughs) Every little thing. He's scared of every little bug. (laughs) That's my Mississippi accent. That was good. That was pretty good. And Austin takes Austin's take on why he's scared of every single animal that exists in nature. I don't like animals. I've bit I've been bit by a couple of animals, and the next one that bite that bites me is gonna die. <laughs> so dramatic. So dramatic. All right, that's all I have for that. Um, yeah. Pelican Pete, so, you've got your fashion update with Austin. He's just wearing <laughs> one of the raincoats, the green raincoat from the the challenge <laughs> win. And then I also just want to point out how I was able to like edit it, and I because I feel like that's the tribe that Austin really wants to be a part of, <laughs> the Boston, Massachusetts tribe. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That was just the best photo of him. Um, during the portion when Austin is being a big old baby man, mm-hmm. Savage was just not impressed. He, yeah. I do have notes on that. Yeah. He he was embarrassed by that. <laughs> he yeah. can be quoted saying that in the episode. Um, I have, like, one more part of the Funny 115. Oh, yeah! So the reason why Mario Lanza eventually did add that to the Funny 115 was because when he... He was actually retiring from doing his column at the end of this season, mm. and so he decided to do a contest to see who would take over his column. And he basically did, like, this thing where... He had everyone write in as a Survivor contestant to say why they deserved money for being the worst Survivor contestant ever. <laughs> and a bunch of people wrote in as Austin. Oh. <laughs> he realized that uh, just Austin in general was like a funny, <laughs> just a funny part of Survivor. So oh. that, that's how Austin ended up on the Funny 115, is because so many people wrote in as Austin saying that they deserve to be the worst Survivor player so far. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just, I don't like him in this episode. Well, Some, somebody wrote in and said that they would use the money to build an anti-Pelican bubble. <laughs> For Austin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of them. <laughs> No, he was. They were writing in as Austin, oh. saying that if they won the money for being this, the worst Survivor player, that uh, they would build an anti pelican. <laughs> oh, sorry, ah, that's <laughs> as Austin. Oh gosh. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, I do have some more. Um, not that a little bit. So Savage and Rhino are pissed at Austin's behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they can't understand why he's out here at all if he's so afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically, what Mario Lanza said definitely underprepared. Um, I loved when Savage said that, um, that, let's see here, Rhino was just trying to help out a, a poor old pelican, and o- OT was just being an ass, mm-hmm. sharp, sharpening a machete. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. In fact, <laughs> I was embarrassed by that. Yeah. Like, if Rupert there was there, he would say it was stupid. The stupidest thing. <laughs> 
Um, okay, and I did watch a, a small deleted scene that was semi-inconsequential, but I thought it was it was kind of related to what we were talking about last episode, and so I do have a visual. Okay. Um, I took a picture. So oh. this deleted scene was showing how uh, Savage was disappointed in Rhino for not going out and fishing more after uh, Rupert had come over and taught him how to fish. And so... They went around. They went around to the other side of the island to go spear fishing, and I'm really high, so I'm trying to remember where what app I'm looking for. Okay, look at my photos. <laughs> and where did I take the picture? Okay, so it's not the greatest image, but I'll show you. So you can see that's Savage, and you can see kind of there's like a little thing in the water. That's Rhino fishing. So that's Savage okay. supervising <laughs> and watching as Rhino is out there trying to fish, and Savage is like, why aren't you catching any fish? And Rhino's like, it's hard. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. It's like, well, why aren't you catching right. any fish, Savage? Oh, he's so good so. at <laughs> supervising. Yeah. He thrives, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, but that's all I have for that. The next thing I have is uh, we go to Drake. Okay, well, yes. I want to say that, like, I love that Savage is seeing how shitty Austin is being. <laughs> and hopefully they're going to yes. vote him out the next time they go to Tribal because he's not as strong as Savage likes to think he is. Like, <laughs> get him out now. Like, yeah. I feel like Savage is going to the merge. Like, so I just feel like... I feel like out of everyone left on the Tribe, too. I mean, who else are you going to vote yeah, for? Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm just like, Austin, just I'm rubbing Rhino the wrong way. Um, we talked about, oh, I mean, Rhino says, like, you're if you're afraid of the jungle and you're afraid of the sea and you're afraid of birds, you know what? Don't even come out here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, and this is what I have to say to you, Austin. <laughs> and it's not from this moment, but I felt like it worked. Yeah. It's Johnny, Johnny Fairplay flipping off Sean, but that's me to Austin. <laughs> Love it. Uh, All right. Yeah, so we go over to Drake, mm-hmm. where we have a fun scene. Um, there's a free day, and so Rupert wants to elevate the shelter so they can avoid getting bit by, I believe it's probably the crabs. In the yeah. The They're better about hiding um, their bit upness. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to <laughs> the Until Morgan. the immunity challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. I just had to put that out there. That's Okay. Um, yeah, so Sean wants to wait, and everyone else is trying to, to get started, and so this kind of breaks out an argument. Uh, Sandra starts to look annoyed. And well, even before that, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, no. Trish, like, on my second watch through, I noticed that, like, Trish started getting, like, more, like, she was kind of annoyed, too. Like, um, she doesn't understand, um, how this will help. Like, they don't, they don't see, like, how this will help. Like, I don't know. She kind of seemed like she also was being kind of, like... I'm just looking at her, and I think she is a snake now. <laughs> I'm just, like, noticing it yeah. more. <laughs> but, yes, I know. Um, I must have overlooked that part. Ugh. No. It, I, it was on my second watch through, so, <laughs> like, I was, I was looking out for silly things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we see that Sandra's annoyed, and she tells us that Sean is just looking for any excuse not to work, and we see mm-hmm. Fairplay flipping him off. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> Trish, when they were moving the bamboo from, like, the shelter during yeah, that time, she, yeah, she's just, it looks like she's wearing the top that Sandra was wearing last week. Yeah. But it's, like, white piece of fabric tied in the back. Right. With her skirt. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was that that skirt, some fabric that they got in the challenge too? That was the skirt that she's been wearing like the whole time. Oh, okay. It was from the original it one. Just she shortened it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I just it looks different because I don't know the patterns look weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I take pictures of my TV screen, so, <laughs> so there's same. that. <laughs> the pictures I have for the immunity challenge are from my iPad screen. So. <laughs> nice, nice. And then like. Uh, during that, I just, <laughs> I love this picture of Sandra. Yes. I, oh my gosh, I watched a deleted scene and she made a face like that and I wanted to take a picture and I just didn't get a chance to. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I know. I really, it was interesting, like, hearing, um, just, like, Sandra talk. It does really seem like her and Johnny Fairplay are friends. I will finally agree with it. Yeah. Like, they they seem, seem like they're on the same page. They like, do. At least half the time. Yeah. 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 And... Yeah, Sean is trying to find more excuses not to help, but Johnny Fairplay's not having it. Like, oh. Yeah. So we see Johnny Fairplay, like, whipping bamboo poles (laughs) out from under the shelter, like, throwing them Mm -hmm. as, like, fast and hard as he can. And he's yelling at Sean. (laughs) I know. Oh, and then Sean says the thing that makes all women crazy. (laughs) Relax. Honestly, relax, bro. (laughs) And then Fairplay says, damn it, dude. You're doing more not to do work than to do work. And I had to, like, I had to, like, pause it and read that a couple of times. Is that what what it said? What does that mean? Yes. I understood it the first time when you read it. You do more not to do work. Okay, yeah. I guess it's, yeah, he's like, you do more not to do work than to do work. But every time I was reading it, that's how I was reading it. It was like, you do, you do more, you do more not to do work, like, not to do work, as in, like, the work is like something every like, time it's more I say it. It's like really tripping me <laughs> up. I swear I had to read it like a hundred times. But okay, he says I you do more meant. not to do work than to do work. Yeah. So he's saying, what he's saying is that Sean will go out of his way to not do work. <laughs> and to just get it done. Yep. But holy fuck, that was a mind trip when I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that Sandra's glad that Johnny Fairplay put Sean in his place, and yes. after that, Sean basically put the whole shelter together. <laughs> I love yes. that. I said, eventually, well, Sean tells John to shut up and just starts working. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then like Sandra's whole comment about like how Sean needs to get a clue. Yeah. He doesn't have any buddies. He needs to watch himself, or he is next. Yes. <laughs> he needs to get whatever needs to get done done. He needs to make sure they're winning challenges. Yeah. Like, uh, Yep. I love her. Um, we see Drake get their sea mail. Yes, they receive a pouch with a cannonball. A nice pouch. <laughs> a I cannonball heard... and a promise of good food. Oh, <laughs> yes, <wonderful>. yes. <laughs> I feel like I heard Rupert say that it was a nice bag that the, <laughs> the cannonball was in. Oh, maybe he'll find another snake to put it in. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be a nicer, nicer bag, for, perhaps. <laughs> for Bobawa Jr. Yeah. Um, Tris tells us that the tribe, uh, she tells us and the tribe that they just need to get the momentum back and that they are going to be golden for the merge. Yeah. Um, and I watched a deleted scene where I think it's around this time. Trish tells us that Sandra is going to do anything as long as it isn't her. And that makes her very wary of Sandra. Mm. Um, and she also says that Sean and John are a lot lazier than the other ones on the tribe, but everyone else pretty much pulls their weight. So. Okay. She feels like everyone's doing pretty good, but. She doesn't like John, Sandra, or Sean, it sounds like, or Rupert. I mean, I don't know. Who the fuck did she think she was going to end up with? I don't know. Oh. She's just an interesting lady. She does, <laughs> Trish, right? She, yeah. She gives a pep talk, like, to, to the people before. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just don't trust her now. No, I don't trust her at all, especially mm-hmm. by the end of the episode. I oh, do yeah. think she is a snake. 
She like smirks when they lose the immunity challenge. I don't know if you notice that, but I've got it in the visuals. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's interesting. Mm. Uh, I like that. Rupert says if they wanted to go kick some Morgan ass, that was. <laughs> I felt. I felt. Yeah, they're gonna do it. Uh, yeah, that's all I have until the reward challenge. Yeah. Let's just scroll down. Face. I want to make that like a background. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I know she just lately she's been doing a lot of faces that I can just relate to on a really like personal level. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, I have us going to the reward challenge. Um, I mean, right out the gate, I have a fashion update yes. that I just need to I need to talk about <laughs> because has Johnny Fairplay always had a scarf that says Fairplay, and I'm just now noticing this or like. No. Made that with a sewing machine, right? Can you imagine him making that with a sewing machine. No, on the beach. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm. It's reminiscent of like a Harry Potter like house flag, like a house uh, scarf. Yeah, he's <laughs> in that other fair play house. Oh God, I. It's like they're the tricksters. I can totally imagine. Like this wouldn't be that complicated to make. I just can't imagine yeah. him making it. <laughs> Maybe somebody else made it for him. Maybe, maybe it was Krista. Maybe it was Krista because she's been doing lots of fun stuff, yeah, like this wristband necklace thing, or she like alters this tank top that she made. I can't tell if it's a necklace. I cannot tell if it's attached. I just think it's so cute. A little statement piece there. <laughs> it's like woven or something. Uh-huh. Rick rack for the win. Yes, I know. Really yeah. important stuff. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did have that Krista's outfit is awesome in this challenge. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All right, ready to describe the challenge? Yeah. Okay, so each tribe has a cannon, mm-hmm. and they each have four targets of the other tribe's color. Uh, they must aim their cannon and hit all four targets. Uh, the first, first tribe to hit all of the other target or all of the four targets, wins a grill and accessories, mm-hmm. spices, lobsters, and steaks, mm-hmm. plus the chance to loot, mm-hmm. and if Morgan wins, they get a piece of the map. That's like so many freaking rewards reward on this, top of rewards. this season is just bountiful in the rewards it's crazy i mean they got so little when yeah. they started well so. nowadays the reward challenges if they even have a reward challenge are so minuscule yeah like, they barely get shit they get like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches is like Yum. a big challenge win sometimes mm. that's crazy I've been eating a lot of PB and J lately, so like I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, it doesn't even look that good. Aww, it's like really thick ass bread. Yeah, it's mm. weird. Mm. Like I wouldn't really. That wouldn't be like worth exerting all of my energy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I'm just I'm very food motivated. So. <laughs> nowadays, they're also a lot more like challenging. Like this wasn't mm. this wasn't like a exerting challenge really at all. True. True. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we have our first like. Go around, yeah, Savage and Johnny Fairplay. Pretty funny. (laughs) They both miss, but I loved it when Jeff asked John what target he was aiming at. (laughs) He just says, I'm going for the orange one. Yes, well, I, okay, first of all, when he was loading his cannon, my favorite thing that Jeff said was, John John gets loaded, and I was like, (laughs) I missed that. I just yeah. think of that tribal You should have said, like, John gets loaded again. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. Jeff missed opportunity. Missed, missed opportunity. He was, like, six seasons away from saying that. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I do love that uh, Savage calls out what target he's going to 
gonna go for and he misses and then at least Johnny Fairplay I mean he was really close to an orange one yeah but Jeff did not look amused (laughs) I know he sometimes the jokes are silly like that's I I think at this point he just hates Johnny Fairplay yeah I mean I can understand that totally uh and then we move over to Rhino and Sandra um they both hit so that's exciting yep I don't have too much on no, I just have us going through each one. Yeah. Um, T versus Trish. Uh, T misses and Trish makes it. T misses by a lot. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that. Uh, I really hope she didn't hit like a bird or anything like that. That went really far. It did whiz on <laughs> like, by. I didn't even see it hit the water. <laughs> oh my god, that, that is a really good point. <laughs> um, Austin and Rupert both hit, so we're at two to three. Mm-hmm. Um... Dara makes it, and Sean misses. So now they're all tied up, 3-3. Three, three. I love when Krista is, you know, yes. she's going to aim. She pulls out her little <laughs> accessory necklace and is lining it up, aiming yeah. perfect. She is the queen. And then Savage misses, and, and she makes it. She really is the challenge queen she this is. episode. Drake wins. The Heck feast yes. and the loot. Yes. Oh, I just love I just love Drake. Yeah. I love when they, Sean talks about them, like, seasoning up their meat. Yes. And, oh, gosh. It looks um, so good. The steaks looked really Yes. Neat. I am kind of sad, though, that we missed out on Austin with his Boston accent talking about lobster. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, it's good that we're bringing up that clip later, because yes. how would they boil their lobster? <laughs> They well, they would, pot. they would still have their pot, though. Oh, I guess. You're right. <laughs> um, okay, before we get into that, I do have some deleted scenes. Ooh, okay. Um, so, the night before, which I kind of could tell by the way that they, like John wakes up in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, the night before, it sounds like it was a really rough night. Rupert says that it was one his top three worst nights of his life. Oh. Um, it was torrential raining, and the bugs were just a menace, which we also see in Krista's oh, face. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah! So he, he talks about how uh, he loves this place, but today it was hell. <laughs> um, and then he said he also dreamed that he escaped the island, and he was able to run home to his wife, and Laura was making him beef. That's all he said. It was just beef. He didn't say what kind of beef. <laughs> Um, and then he said, in his dream, though, he felt guilty that he was eating in his tribe couldn't eat. So it's like, Rupert is just such a nice guy. He's so nice. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, and then in the, the, um, the, in another deleted scene, I also got to see Krista and the whole tribe waking up to find Krista's face <laughs> completely <laughs> devoured by bugs. <laughs> and, uh, they, uh... Sandra, I heard Sandra counting, and she had over 50 just on her shoulder, so I imagine she had over 100 new bug bites just from that one night. Um, And then there was also a little bit from Morgan, and they also were super miserable during the storm. (laughs) Um, But that's all I have, and then basically that kind of goes into John getting up in the morning, Rupert wakes John up, getting him ready to go to the loot. Yep. Um, which is this is the second portion of the the scarf thing. He's like wearing <laughs> it as like 
not sleeve sleeves almost like mittens yeah it's so odd is that what is that what uh what's his face had on his leg i don't know maybe that's what i'm wondering if this is made like from the same type of material or like the same type of thing like because i swear i see the letters on it or something (laughs) i don't know oh yeah no i see it too okay yeah and the way he's wearing his buff (laughs) yeah (laughs) it looks like he's got like a toothache or something like (laughs) like the old cartoons (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then also when he gets to Morgan Tribe, like, his pants are just really, really rolled up, so I just had to include that, too. Yeah, well, he had to jump out of the boat and yeah. into the water, so I that know. makes sense. He just had a lot of uh, fashion updates this episode, yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any other visuals for this uh, no. scene? Okay. No, just ready to talk about what people say. <laughs> yeah, so John talk- Fairplay talks about how he can't wait to loot the Morgan Tribe, and just absolutely decimate their morale. Um, he's going to jump on it up and down so it's just absolutely nothing with a smug fucking look on his face. <laughs> no, he's so rude. It's just like, why? It's not cute. Why are you doing that? Yeah, and like, I just, I have to point out <laughs> this face. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> he looks like a guy that I know, like that I've seen like a music festival. Or he something. looks like a total wake and bake. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> I feel like I've met this man before. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I do want to play the music. Yes. As he's approaching. Oh my god. The Morgan tribe because it is quite sinister. So okay, I want to see if it's loud coming out of my iPad. just really sinister sounding like yeah. here comes Johnny Fairplay. Well and I feel like T's reaction to like just fits perfectly because oh, she's, she's like so tense. Yeah she describes him as an irritant and annoying and Savage <laughs> has to tell her to unclench her fist. I loved it. Um, oh. Yeah and he does call him um Big John when he arrives and then such the, a dad thing to say is what I wrote. But then like immediately in confessional, did yes. you notice that he calls oh, yeah. him Little John? Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why that was so funny because I'm like I hear him say Big John, which is such like a dad thing to say, and then he's like, I feel like this had to be filmed after like he oh said yeah that, like morale like lowering thing yeah he was, like, oh he was pissed at this like, Little John <laughs> yeah um yeah it's so funny um he <laughs> goes to tell. Tell him that he's he comes to take their pot. <laughs> um, and I just really wanted to cue up what's going to happen now that they have taken their pot. <laughs> Let's Austin tell us what's going to happen. If they want to cripple us, they'll take our pot. Take our pot. The Morgan has no this no longer. Because no longer. We can't cook food. We can't pour water. We can hydrate it. And again. <laughs> <laughs> Take out plot. <laughs> so, thank you, Austin, for letting us know that Morgan will be no more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and yeah, they uh, they say they're surprised that he didn't want to take their shower. Yeah. And then he just so rudely asks if he can wash his hair. Um, and then he says... Well, I didn't think it was 
was that rude? I thought it was kind of like a, an opportunistic thing. Like, hey, well, while I'm here, why don't I wash my hair? Yeah, but he knew what he was going to say next. So I know. I think he just needed to build it up. Like, because, oh, he's so rude. As if they've noticed that he's been, yeah, been nice nicer. challenges. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, well, Savage says that they don't mind the smack talk, but six challenges in a row really hurts. Um, and this is where I have number 64 and the funny 115. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, let me go back to the beginning here. Okay. So this is Savage's rant against John. <laughs> uh, this is one of, okay, this is Mario Lanza's voice again. This is one of my favorite moments from Pearl Islands. It involves yet another player, this time Andrew Savage, slamming John. It was the sixth episode of Pearl Islands and the Drakes were still handedly in control of the game. They had dominated the season from day one, and it was only a matter of time until they finished off the hapless Morgans. And nobody was more proud of this fact than Johnny Fairplay. John was the heart and the soul of the ruthless Drake mentality, and I think to and I think it warmed his heart to see the Morgans struggle time and again just to keep their head above the water. This the reason for this simple: John was the most sadistic asshole the show has ever seen. <laughs> I believe uh, it. <laughs> Drake was up six members to five at this point in the game, and even though the Morgans were slowly but surely clawing their way back into the contention, John wasn't worried at all. He knew he could or he knew he could finish them off anytime he wanted to. Why? Because John knew not all Morgan victories had been legitimate. One of them had come in a challenge that Drake had thrown to get rid of the ass pointer Burton Roberts. So John, <laughs> so John wasn't really sweating it out. Oh sure, Morgan was making good show for it, a uh, good show of it for the cameras. But when push came to shove, John would make sure to break the Morgan spirits just when they thought they were back in the game. In fact, he was very much looking forward to it, and he finally got his chance on day eighteen. Drake won the reward at the beginning of the sixth challenge, or at the start of the sixth episode, and part of the reward was that they got to raid the Morgan tramp, or <laughs> Morgan camp. Excuse me, not tramp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they got to send one representative over to Morgan on a raiding mission, and you can probably guess who was eager to be the one to do it. So John was ready to go. His mission his mission today was to go over to Camp Morgan, play around with him a little bit, and then lower the boom by, oops, accidentally dropping the news that one of the Morgan wins had been, th- had been a thrown challenge. John knew this little tidbit would shatter any momentum Morgan had been riding. And it would probably devastate them uh, just before the last pre-merge immunity challenge. In fact, the idea was giving him a little John boner. You just even thinking uh, about it. That's where this picture comes in. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that face. So John heads to Morgan, and this is where the fun begins. Because when Andrew sees whom the Drakes have sent, he immediately goes into defensive mode. John is not a popular person among the Morgan tribe. Andrew tells Tawana, here comes little John, unclench your fists. <laughs> uh, and that's where the dramatic uh, sinister music comes in. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Mario, Lanza, Mario Lanza does uh, does bring up the uh, running joke of Andrew calling him little John in confectionals, but big John to his face. <laughs> and uh, he says that in the Pearl Islands DVD commentary, John actually said that it hurt his feelings every time <gasps> Andrew referred to him as little John. I was like, well, you probably hurt his feelings a lot, too. So. <laughs> also, my DVD shipped today. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to watch the DVD commentary. John and the Morgans <laughs> banter for a while, and then John finally drops the news that, the Drake, uh, that Drake threw the fourth immunity challenge. 
Oh, didn't you guys know? Oh yeah, we threw that challenge. Sorry, I thought you guys already knew that. You didn't think I had act you had actually won, did you? And then John gleefully goes back to Drake, <laughs> fully aware that he just ruined Morgan's day. It was the move only Johnny Fairplay could have pulled off. Uh, so he says, Well, needless to say, the Morgans aren't very happy with about John's comments, especially their leader, the fearless lawyer turned oh, hero, Andrew Savage. Because Andrew then proceeds to give one of my favorite interviews of the entire season. <laughs> it's a memorable, memorable mini rant towards John where he progressively gets angrier and angrier the longer he speaks. I love it. So here is his confessional. <clears throat> Just picture the normally calm Andrew's face getting angrier and angrier as he's saying this. He claims he threw the chess checker water challenge. Well, I think that's just nonsense, and I think it's bad sportsmanship by him, little bastard, to indicate that we didn't fair and square win that challenge. So I don't think they did throw it, but just for that little piss ant to take it away from us is ridiculous. So let the games begin. Let's take off the gloves and see what they're made of. Let's have some fun. This confessional is funny enough in itself, mainly because Andrew is usually so calm and careful about what he says. He is a lawyer in real life, you know, and this is the closest he ever comes to losing his cool. <laughs> Plus, I love the way he slips in the phrase, little bastard, like Mr. Subliminal used to do on SNL. But what makes this moment even funnier is the fact that John's comment actually inspires Andrew to single-handedly win the next immunity challenge for the Morgans. Andrew single-handedly carries more weight than the entire Drake tribe. And it is all because he wants to shove it in that little bastard's face. <laughs> John's comments could not have backfired any worse if he had tried. And this innocent moment, or this innocent little scene, very nearly ended up being the most important moment in Pearl Islands. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Uh, man, or let's see. Yeah, there's a little bit of a spoiler in that for that, so I can't say it. <laughs> mm. um, Andrew's rant towards John and his subsequent victory over Drake in the immunity challenge ranks as one of my favorite moments in 12 seasons of Survivor. Uh, so it's only it's the only time in history that a lawyer ended up being the good guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he says, side note, piss ant, according to my dictionary, is a common term for many common small indoor ant species, just in case you were wondering. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get back to the the challenge because that's an epic challenge. But <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I so. I did put it. I was like, "Aw, Savage didn't believe that it was true. He was like clearly <laughs> very offended." I think like, they were all just in denial. Oh yeah, it was yeah. It was really sad. Because even Dara was like, "Nah, he fucked up," and we're like, "Dara, he clearly sent people. Like he was just yeah, literally letting you guys go." I just think she. Uh, well and she was also like wait what did he say that's how i feel in a lot of conversations too wait what what is happening (laughs) oh god maybe she had gone off to get water or something (laughs) she was standing right there in her mind she went out to get water (laughs) maybe Oh, God, yeah, that's all I have. Me too. Okay, so we get into the immunity challenge, which is the most dramatic challenge of the season so far, in my opinion. I love Rupert's braids. The best, I think. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so 
Each tribe has 600 pounds that they can slowly allocate to three tribe members of the opposite tribe who are shouldering a 15-pound pole. The tribe who can carry their weight the longest wins. Um, and before we get into the challenge, Jeff asks Krista what's up with all of her bug bites. Um, her face is covered in them, and she says that she just has some new freckles, and she doesn't know where they came from. <laughs> I love her so much. I know. She just rolls with it. She's yeah. like, yeah, I got some freckles. That's whatever. <laughs> She's so chill. So great. Well, she literally shoulders all the weight of the team on her shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Drake puts up Rupert, Sean, and Krista, mm-hmm. and Morgan puts up Savage, Rhino, and Austin. Mm-hmm. And I just have to say... Burton were here, they'd probably have won this challenge. I know, because I was like, well, why isn't Johnny Fairplay doing it? I'm like, oh, I mean, I get why it's, I get, I get it, never mind. Yeah. Uh, and maybe they should have put up uh, Trish the Iron yeah. Woman. Iron Woman, she should have been able to do it. But I mean, but Krista, Krista doing that pit crew yes. stuff. Okay, so I do have my visuals, and then I have some notes to go along with Oh. Each. Yes. Slides. Okay, so to start, okay, so we, we also have John and Trish adding the weight, mm-hmm. um, and they're also, I guess it's kind of like they're strategizing for Jake as well, or Drake as well, because they're deciding where the other tribe is putting their weight. Right. Um, and then same for Tawana and Dara are doing that for Morgan. Um, and so each round, they each, uh, they each can add 20 pounds to the poles, 10 on each side, and so Morgan Tribe starts by adding some to Rupert, and Drake adds to Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just kind of get a little montage of Morgan continuing to add to Rupert, and Drake adds to Savage. And then Rupert has, uh, once Rupert has 40, Savage and Austin each have 20. And then, uh, let's see, slide one is, so we have Morgan keeps adding to Rupert, so Rupert gets up to 80 pounds, and then Drake has Austin and Savage both up to 40 pounds here. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of where you can see they're starting to, the pain is starting to kind of set in just a teeny bit here. Their, their faces yeah. are starting to change. So this is, my visuals are basically just the faces of the tribe, the tribe mates here. So we have Austin... He's got 40 pounds, and he's starting to feel it a little bit. Savage has just got that pure determination look going. I know. Look at him. Bless his heart. And Rupert's got 80 pounds right now, so he's... Strong as an ox. Yeah. He's he's already got double what everyone else has, and he's just focusing. He's staring straight at Morgan (laughs) with a murderous stare. I love him. Um... (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, when Austin so, starts getting to this point, it's too much. So, slide two, Rupert is at 200 pounds. Oh, okay, wait, I have something a little bit before this. Um, So, Rupert gets up to 140 pounds, and Austin gets up to 100. Mm-hmm. And then that's where Savage is at 40. Um, And then, so, yeah, I, I was just trying to keep up with what they were doing in the challenge, I guess. Yeah, it kept bouncing. Yeah, yeah, it kept bouncing around, like, a little bit. Because... I did the math to see how many <laughs> how many turns they would each get to distribute 600 pounds in 20 pound increments, yeah. and it was uh, 30. Okay. So um, I get why they didn't show us every single right. turn, but yeah. it was like one second it was like Rupert is 140, Austin <laughs> is 100, Savage is 40, right. and the next we know Rupert is at 200. Yeah, Austin is at 600. Right, 600, 160, <laughs> 160. Yeah. Okay. So this is where we see uh, Rupert starts to 
to hold the bar up with his shoulder or with just his back. He lets go of the pole. Oh, I don't, I thought um, it was just gonna like crumple and like yeah, fall down on but the ground. He, he, I don't know, just like pure muscle man. I don't I know. know how to describe it. Just superhero Rupert <laughs> bends down and holds the pole with a hundred or two hundred pounds. I know. Strong as back. a freaking ox. And Austin is at 160 pounds, and he's really feeling the pain. Oh, um, he's struggling. got his teeth are showing. He's really struggling to hide his face, but he can't. He <laughs> cannot hold the fact that this pain is really setting in. And we have a kind of a showdown between Rupert and Austin. And <laughs> Rupert is just bent, crouched down on his platform with his pole on his back. And Austin is just standing there with his lips He's pouted just looking, out. like, so, like, whiny. I'm sorry. I know that that's heavy, but he just looks so whiny. He does. <laughs> and eventually he does drop, and Rupert kind of puts his arms back up on the, on the pole. But Austin drops first. He's the first to drop at 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see very quickly the pole just slides right off of Rupert, which, mm-hmm. ow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God, I hadn't thought about that. That had to have given him a few splinters. Oh. Um, yeah, but I just had to include that because mm. 200 pounds just sliding off of his back. Yeah. That's crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. this is my tribute to Savage. <laughs> oh, who... he is giving his all. <laughs> he looks quite Christ-like in some of these photos. But he really just looks like he's... Um, he's like being crucified. <laughs> Am I wrong? Mm, he's got some that sounds like vibes. blasphemy. <laughs> I'm not religious, so I, there's no blasphemy that I'm worried about. No, it's true. He's just he's carrying that weight for his team. He, he yeah, will not they, be defeated. The Drake tribe just starts throwing all of their weight onto Savage, and they get him up to 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he he holds out. For really long 15 time. minutes of 160 pounds, and that's yeah. and plus the bar. So it's 185 pounds. Well, 175. Oh, yeah, you're right. 175. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, I can do that. It's okay. Um, gosh. Yeah. Um, and then I have more. But, yeah, just the face. Just pure concentration. And at one point, he goes, come on, Morgan. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, like, you are Morgan. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but, like, I just saw it so visually on her yeah. face. Like, because she was yep. exactly how I felt. Like, yeah. what? He gets up to 140 pounds, and he just can't <sighs> hold on. Yeah. Um, and then we, I didn't get any visuals of this, but Twana was pumping her fist in the air very excitedly. Did oh, yeah. That? <laughs> oh, I know. Because, like, wasn't it, yeah, Savage was like, we need to get one of them out. And then yeah. she was like, OT says, um, Sean first. And, like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, not first, but. Anyway, I'm yeah. overthinking. Don't mind me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so then we have Krista. She gets lots of weight. Yeah, look at her. She's the only one left. Yeah. So she. she like a turtle. She's Drake's last hope, but she's holding out. Yeah, the turtle. <laughs> um, 
poor thing. Yeah. Oh, I was. She's really, really holding on. Yes. I was really mad, like, when, um, when Krista got the weight put on and Savage, like, had them wait to put his weight on to see if she fell first. I was like, <laughs> you just wanted to. Two, three. I mean, either yeah. way, they would have won. They would have won, but, like, I think it was for his, like, yeah. for his ego. Well, I also maybe, like, just his back's sake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. He, he's what, like. How old is he? We learned that at the beginning. He's almost 50, I think. Okay, yeah. God. Yeah. I... Or maybe he's 40. I can't remember. I can go back and look. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to know. He has to he's be almost like 40. 40. He's 40. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I Savage, you were almost 40. You were <laughs> 80 by 10 years. Um, but yeah, Krista gets up to 160 pounds. I know. And she's able to hold on to it longer than Austin, it sounds like. Yeah, because Austin is weak. Does she get up to 180 pounds and that's when she drops? That was a little confusing I have confusing Krista drops me. at 160 in my notes from okay. my watch through, but... Yeah, I was a little confused by that because I was like, how long did, was she standing there with that? And then it looked like they were about to put weight on him and then he was like, wait, and then she just dropped. So I was like, I the timeline was a little confusing. Um, but yeah, as soon as she drops, everyone else drops. Um... And at that point, Rhino was up to 140 as well. Okay, so. good. I'm glad that you got that because I couldn't remember. Yeah. What so he Andrew's was out been at. holding 160 pounds for 15 minutes. Rhino's up to 140. Drake decides to add weight to Savage, and before they can, that's when Krista drops. Mm-hmm. Like right as they're about to put it on, he says, "Hold on," and she drops almost immediately in the edit. But we'll, I'm not, you know. I know. That's why I'm like, <laughs> that's why I'm thinking it's just his ego. He needed to not fall. I think he would have thought that next 20. Maybe he felt like that next 20 could have pushed him over the edge. Yeah. I don't know. But I do have two more slides. Yes. So I have um, some images of everyone on the Drake tribe at the end. It's the, the, the photos of the fallen, I would call it. Um, Fairplay realizes his, that his antagonizing might have been the cause of their loss. Uh. I think that's what he's really contemplating right there is like, fuck kind of a maybe gave Andrew a reason to fight really give it his all um Rupert is pissed and I'm pretty sure he's looking at Sean in that one where he's just glaring (laughs) yeah Um, I I also had to add that Krista looks kind of like a noodle when she comes off of the the trip there but she looks so proud of herself so I'm happy I know she should be she was so proud of herself yeah she should be proud of herself um and I think doesn't it kind of looks like Trish is smirking there it does. when Jeff is telling them that they're going to tribal, and I think it's because she thinks she has a plan, or maybe she's just like, huh? Well, what are we gonna do? Yeah, I'm an I'm a nervous laugher, so like, who knows? <laughs> maybe. Um, but these are some of my favorite images. The Morgan tribe are just beside themselves, right and Savage is just totally having a moment. He's crying. He's kissing the immunity spear idol thing. Tawana gives him a kiss on his forehead, and yeah, so that cute sweet. little picture of Rhino. Just he's so happy. He so looks like a little boy because he's in his boxer. And I have a kind of shrug too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like yeah. a little kid on Christmas morning. Yeah. <laughs> he got the toy he wanted. Uh, I'm happy for him. He got the, what was it, the Red Remington rifle or whatever oh, it was from Christmas Story. Story. Yes. Uh, it, when, when Sean got choked up, it made me feel a lot of things. I, like, I felt really happy for him. Like, he clearly needed that. It was really... Oh, you sorry, mean not Savage. Sean. Savage, sorry. I read yeah. S, 
and I just assume Sean. I meant it's okay. I well, figured out what you meant. Jeez, so sorry, Sav. I'm talking to you. You're the way you looked. You were just like, oh, he really deserved you, this you made, one. Though. Yeah, you touched my heart there. It was so sweet. Uh, then okay, my next line is how Sean should have stood up longer. So I think that's where I got myself confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all I have, though. Mm-hmm. I loved your visuals. Those Thanks. were so fun. I made sure it was uh, only 10 so we could put it on Instagram. Heck yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy for the Rhino one. All right. <laughs> yeah, so then we just get over to Drake, day 18. Sean is saying how he should have stood up there longer, and I want to say that I agree as well. Yeah, Rupert's pissed. Oh, he wants him gone. Yeah, the most the worst, most pitiful-ass performance he's ever seen. <laughs> Sean deserves to go home with nothing else. Yes, and Trish is just already oh, calling out Rupert. Yes, oh. I was say, uh, Rupert, before we move on, wants uh, Sean off of his island and out of his adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. This is Survivor, Rupert's Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trish was complaining about somebody having too much power. Like, she wasn't being very direct in that first, like, listen through, like, when they were talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and I was like, but she really thinks he would abandon the Drakes? Like, does she think that he's giving them a show, I guess? Right? It's like, so what weird. makes her think that? Yeah. But, I mean, Sandra says that Trish and John feel insecure about Rupert's power. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, Sandra does admit that he is the man in charge. Yeah. But, I mean, he does feed them, and he does help them realize that they should probably elevate their shelter so they don't get bit and shit like that. Right! <laughs> yes! Uh, I know. Well, and, like, Trish is talking about, like, how she what, it doesn't feel right about the whole thing or something like that. She talks about, like, things feel weird and, like, uh, I just... I don't understand, like, what her problem is with Rupert. Like, <laughs> when she talks about, like, what the ramifications would be for voting R- Rupert out and, like, for a million dollars, can you starve for 19 days? Right, like, yeah. And John agrees that they could live without the food if that means getting Rupert out because they see him as a big threat to win the game as well. Yeah, because, I mean, I agree with Johnny Fairplay that, like, it would totally be a landslide. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're not wrong, but their their biggest issue is that they said it in front of Sandra, and Sandra was not the right person. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was really confused, like, when Trish said that, she, like, when Trish is acting like Sandra's down, when, yeah. like, it's, it didn't seem that way. It definitely just seemed like Johnny well, she, Fairplay and yeah, Trish. and earlier she admitted that she thinks that Sandra just agrees to every plan anyway, basically, mm-hmm. where she's like, mm-hmm. she would just do it do anything to avoid getting her name written down so i was kind of hoping that maybe that that's what johnny fairplay was gonna do for a second like just like hearing her out like mm-hmm. not saying no kind of thing yeah but well, then i was that's disappointed. what sandra was doing <laughs> yeah i i'm disappointed yeah um i love that sandra tells chris oh sorry they they say they won't johnny fairplay and trish won't tell uh, Krista, and they won't tell Sean until, like, right before, so... Yes, which was a like, bad idea. Yeah. Which we find out soon. Yes. Um, I love that Sandra tells Krista what's going on, like, right away. Yes. <laughs> but she also stands up for Krista, too, saying, like, Krista mm-hmm. would never vote for Rupert, which yeah. is true. Because she calls um, him over, right... Krista calls <laughs> Rupert over right away. Like, she says yeah. how she trusts him, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Sandra tells... Uh, Chris, yeah, I got all that. Okay, Sandra tells Krista what they all just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they both agree that they don't want to vote for Rupert. So they tell Rupert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he can't believe that John and Trish were trying to get him out. He seems so hurt by it. Yeah. 
And he calls him out of tribal, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, but I love that, like, Rupert just immediately just goes to Sean. I know! <laughs> and he's like, if you vote for Trish, you won't go home. And so Sean's just like, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm not going home. Yeah. Yes. But I feel like if John and Trish had gone to him first, maybe he would have voted for Rupert. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think Sean was just going with whoever came to him first. Yeah. Oh, he is so freaking happy, and he looks so smug. Yeah. Like, he's so happy that Ripper <laughs> talked to him, and then, like, when Johnny Fairplay and him go and talk, like, he's, like, totally playing up his con man thing. Yes. Like, I have a little clip of that, actually. <laughs> oh, thank God. Because I love the little part. I just have, like, a small part, because it's so funny. It sounds like, so he's, like, basically just, like, oh, yeah, they'll never see it coming, like... <laughs> We're all he's uh we're all gonna vote for him, haha! And then this like this tiny little laugh at the end, which I thought was just so funny. Let me just make sure it's turned up all the way. Okay. I think everyone is gonna be very shocked. Everyone. <laughs> 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 it's like a Beavis and Butthead uh, laugh. <laughs> he just like he thinks that he is just like. <sighs> fooling people he's in charge i feel like he he's a con man he's such a freaking con man it's crazy uh and yeah that's all i have yeah all right so we go to tribal mm-hmm. um and jeff says they definitely did not expect to be back at tribal for the third time in a row yeah uh, i know and sandra talks about how they they were on full tummies and the motivation yeah. was up and they still ended up here yeah they just didn't count on Savage Christ bearing all of that weight for his tribe. <laughs> sacrificing for his tribe. How could any of us factor that, think that would happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And uh, Jeff points out that Rupert looks very sad. He says oh, he's ready to Incredibly cry. sad. Yeah. Oh. And that they shouldn't be here. And then he's upset the way that the tribe is gone. And they started mm-hmm. out so strong and now they are not. Uh, I know, and then Jeff asks if he's losing hope, and Rupert says he can't lose hope, and then mm-hmm. after this vote, like, you know, someone's going home tonight, maybe then they'll be able to try and build a strong tribe. Yeah, but Rupert <sighs> says his tribe sees him as unneeded uh, and unbeatable. Oh, Johnny Fairplay's head, like, drops, like, when he said that, and then shortly after you see Trish's head drop, it's like, <laughs> yeah, talking to you. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Trish, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I'm so surprised. I didn't know he felt that way. Fake, fake, fake. (laughs) (laughs) Fake news, Trish. Oh, my favorite song by my favorite band, I Prevail, is called Fake. And and then you tell you, fake, 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 fake. (laughs) But then there's, like, that iconic Sandra face. That one I feel like you sent me the other day in chat. Yeah, I think so. It was from this episode. Oh, yes. It was after I sent you the... <laughs> the flip off one you said. Here, it's right here. I have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, iconic yeah, Sandra face. Jeff asked Sandra if she thinks it might be her. And Sandra says, <laughs> Oh, I know it ain't me. The person going home today is the person who least expects it. And it's the person that isn't. The, uh, the person that in the last couple of days has been giving so many different stories that we don't know what the heck to believe. This person will be missed. But for the good of the tribe, this person has to go home. Oh. And John is laughing because... Cracking up. He thinks, <laughs> I think he thinks she's talking about Rupert. Oh, you think so? Definitely, because <sighs> Rupert... John looks shocked when, well, when Trish goes home. Okay, I interpreted it so different. I feel like John was just like... like 
oh yeah, this is like is a hundred percent like what Sandra would be saying. Like he's just like laughing because like of how direct that she's being. Like oh no, I think that he thinks that she's being direct about Rupert. Oh. I think that's why he thinks it's so funny. Interesting, different <laughs> interpretations. Yeah. I think John expected Rupert to go home this episode. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he hoped, but... <laughs> hmm. I think he fully expected it. Yeah. I think he was blindsided. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just have, like, so many different thoughts that I just can't gather at this moment. <laughs> um. Okay. So, in the confessionals... We see Sean tell Trish that it's his game now. Yeah, I'm like, what does <laughs> yeah. that even mean? I said, Who is Trish? I said, sure, Jan. <laughs> um, and Sandra says that she always thought Trish was a snake, and she says, adios. So you can't be trusted, so goodbye, <laughs> adios. I was like, yes, Queen Sandra. <laughs> uh, Fairplay says, everybody has a... Oh, so this was actually deleted um, in the confessionals that I read, and I saw it. And Johnny Fairplay says that... Everybody has a price. Everybody has to pay because the million dollar man always gets his way. And he, that was him voting for Rupert. So Wait, I, say it again. He says that everybody has a price. Everybody has to pay because the million dollar man always gets his way. And he was referring to himself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 oh, so that's what made definitely made me think that he thought that Rupert was going home. Mm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he had any idea. I just don't think. I guess I don't think that he thinks there's gonna be any real repercussions in life he just gives me those vibes too like I feel like he's just like I feel like maybe he thought he could like finagle himself out of it if Rupert did stay Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know maybe he was also drunk who knows (laughs) I feel they must have run out of booze at this point they must have (laughs) didn't they find more in the chest yeah but I feel like that's what they were drinking when uh, he was doing all those, like, weird, like, little dance things on the Maybe. beach. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so Trish goes home, four to two. I, I think Johnny Fairplay looks absolutely stunned. I don't think mm. he had any idea that, that was coming. Um, and Jeff lets them know that it's anybody's game now. They're tied up. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, that's what you get for throwing a challenge. Like, <laughs> you guys thought you were the shit, and now, now it could be anybody. Yeah. Think about that. Oh, I am excited because of the next week on Survivor. Well, I'm interested because Johnny Fairplay is in trouble um, for voting for Rupert. He's in trouble with Rupert based on the coming up on. Yes. Um, Austin has checked out again, <laughs> and there's a big twist. Your your past comes back to haunt you, so Halloween, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, like, any idea? I, it has to be somebody, come, like, people coming back, like, to be on the tribe. It has to be that. Okay. I don't want to say anything. What else can it be? Wow. All right. We shall see. Okay. So, I have confessionals. Yes. Okay. So, Trish left with 13. Okay. Um, And she had four this episode. Krista currently has 16. She had zero this episode. Uh, Fairplay has 18 and he had three. Sandra's up to 21. She had four. Uh, Rupert has the most on his tribe with 36. Wow. And he had four this episode as well. Um, wow, only four, even with, like, all that Balboa talk. Yeah. Well, he was talking to Balboa, not to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then Sean has 19, and he had three this episode. Uh, Savage has the most in the entire season so far with 38. He had four this season. Dara has seven. 
<laughs> she had one, and I noted that because when you look at the the graph, it like shows you their confessional count like horizontally, and hers kind of looks like binary code. It's like one 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 zero one. Oh my gosh! Um, Wait, so in. By this episode, Rupert had how many? Rupert has 36, Savage has 38, and Dara has 7. <laughs> um, Rhino has 15, and he had 1. Tawana has 15, and she didn't have any this episode. And then Austin has 16, and he had 1 this episode. Um, as far as Trish, post-Survivor, I actually was able to find something on yeah. her. Yeah! Which is like... Other than Nicole, like, the first time. Um, so what I did find... So when she when she was on Survivor, <clears throat> she was a sales executive. And she now has her own real estate company. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the link you sent me. Yes, that's the link I sent you. Okay. <clears throat> so we can open it up. Okay. Let me see. And it should be to her, like, about her page. Yeah. It's taking a second to load online. So she's... I mean, this is pretty airbrushed, and it kind of looks like our, uh, Flessler's airbrushed photos that they put on our website <laughs> yeah. a little bit. It does. But, uh, if you scroll down a little bit, and there's some personal life. So mm-hmm. there's some pictures of her husband and her kids. She has her twins, Riley and Molly, um, who are, like, in their 20s now, I think. Wow. They have to be at this point. One of them looks like one of the gypsies on my big fat American gypsy wedding. She looks like Betty. Um, And it also says in her bio here that she's completed 53 marathons and 19 Boston marathons. So that's an update from when she was on the show. She had been in, um, she had run in 24 marathons and only (gasps) 9 or 10 Boston marathons. So she's been in almost twice as many Boston marathons since. And then it also says that, um, if you scroll down a little bit more, Trish was one of 16 selected from a pool of 355,000 applicants to appear on the hit show Survivor Pearl Islands. CBS producers indicated that she was selected for her ability to get the job done, mental toughness, I don't know, that's an ability, uh, excellent communication skills, perseverance, likability, and humor. And then then there's just some images of her on Survivor and like some... uh, local newspaper she was Aww. in so cute yeah. that's a little update of sir of a uh, trish go back to my document here <clears throat> and then as far as that uh reddit cast member ranking um out of 575 contestants trish dunn ranked 390 Um, With an average rating of Mm -hmm. 5.35, most common rating is a 5, and she ranked 11 out of 16. Okay. Um, And that is all I have for this episode. Do you have anything else? No, that was my main things on that. I'm excited because we're going to be doing the two episodes, right? Yes. We're going to be watching the next two episodes, so so episodes 7 and 8 Mm because they're cliffhanger and I don't really want to watch a cliffhanger I just want to get right into it I love that (coughs) I appreciate that because I yeah I couldn't wait it would just be cruel (laughs) yeah 
So we're going to go uh, watch those two episodes. You can watch along with us at ParamountPlus.com or Paramount Plus the app. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you might have to have an account with them. Not sure. A hundred percent I think you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so watch along or if you've already seen it a hundred times, you can just listen or if you've never seen it and you just want to hear us chat about it and hear us describe it to you in semi-detail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I listen to that Duggar podcast and I never watched the Duggar show That's before true. in my life. And like, I don't remember most of those anyway. I've only watched the specials. <laughs> I never really watched the show and I've been listening to it too and it is just enjo- just as enjoyable. So, yeah. So we hope you listen. Yeah. And please share with a friend. Yeah. Um, you can find our podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts for now. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Google Play one day, but it's not easy. <laughs> We're working on it. Um, if you want to email us, you can reach out to us at keepdiggingpod. Um, we are on... At gmail.com. Sorry, yep, keepdiggingpod <laughs> at, at gmail.com. Thank you. Um, we are on most things at keepdiggingpod, Instagram, Facebook. That's kind of where I post the pictures. Yeah. Um, our visuals from the episode, so... You know, take a peek there. I'll see the silly things that we've been creating. <laughs> it's been really fun. Yeah. So, and keep yeah. listening. Please keep sharing. Um, yeah. If you want to buy us a coconut. A fourth of the way to our monetization goal. Yes. So we can get an ad. <laughs> oh my gosh. An ad would be so cool. <laughs> so please keep supporting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Keep digging. Keep digging. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you next week.